Hello everyone, Sharice Johnson Moore here with another episode of Authors Excerpt Sunday. Today's special guest is author Dr. Sandy Webster, and we'll talk about her book, Black and White, Strike Gold, right? And the and today we get into some really deep stuff, right? Because she's an entrepreneur. And we're kind of having today a conversation that is needed uh, for today's living as an entrepreneur. And we get into real deep conversation. So, I'm Sharice Johnson Moore, your hope builder. Lifting you out of your sorrow by guiding you to see the price within subscription and practical applications. And I want to say I am thrilled to have this guest on the show today. All right, everybody, let's deep dive into Authors Extra Sunday with our special guest, author Dr. Sandy Webster. My name is Sharice Johnson Moore, your hope builder, lifting you out of your sorrow by guiding you to see the Christ within. And welcome to Authors Excerpt Sunday. Today we have special guest, Dr. Dr. <laughs> Sandy Webster. How are you doing, Dr. Sandy Webster? I am doing very well today. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. You're welcome. So how has your day been, my dear? Well, it's a Sunday, so church. Church as usual in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I was mm -hmm. telling you, I, was, I took my mom to a tea party. It's for oh, okay. our, our Lions Club. So oh, okay. that's kicking off spring. Hence oh, my, I know. my wonderful, my wonderful tea party too. Yes, ma'am. You look so beautiful today. You look so beautiful today. All right. And 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 so I want to give our audience a, a little background about you. So I'm I'm going to read a little uh, uh, a little bit of your bio. Okay. Doc okay, Dr. Sandy Webster. After successfully, she says her passion is to help entrepreneurs gain financial freedom by owning businesses. Dr. Sandy Webster, after successfully creating, scaling, and selling her 150 employee marketing and analytics consulting company to a private equity firm, Dr. Sandy fulfills her passion of ensuring that women are fully prepared for business through her online education and advisory services company, Sandy Webster LLC. As chief learning officer of her brand, Sandy Webster Consulting, she develops and, and delivers curriculum for workshops and retreats and creates customized advisory experiences 
for coaching clients. Her new online business course, How to Form an Advisory Board, targets entrepreneurs who need external help and advice via a course plus online live sessions. Dr. Webster is a serial entrepreneur and with a, with a family office that includes partnership with Pandy App LLC that invests in small businesses and pre-IPO stocks, sits on boards and builds marketing apps and hosts her publishing company. She's an author of Black and White, Strike Gold, Practical Nuggets to Grow Your Business from Grow Your Business from the Woman Who Launched Consultants to Go, a multi-million dollar company. She's authored a chapter in the recently published book, Immigrant Hustle how 50 entrepreneurs came to America and build something out of nothing. Sandy holds a doctorate in business administration from Temple University's Fox School of Business, researching technology impact on flexible work arrangements for millennials and baby boomers. She coaches women business owners to understand further how to work from home while scaling their businesses. And she also has a master's in business administration from Dowling College and General Management International and a BS degree in marketing from Marymount College of Fordham University. As a member of NAWBO-NYC, she is an ex-board member who helped to start a mentoring program, is a member of WPO-NEXT, where she speaks and organizes workshops for women with multi-million dollar businesses and is an ambassador of the International Women's Enterprise Challenge, who travels internationally to recognize and meet with women business owners in countries including Peru, Sweden, Spain, and India. She volunteers with the Carter Burden Network, helping seniors to stay healthy through through their luncheon club. Since COVID, she's led, she leads Zoom workshops and vision board and budgeting classes to the elderly, disadvantaged women and churches. Everyone, let's welcome Dr. Sandy Webster. Hello, Dr. Sandy Webster. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome, you're welcome, you're welcome. So let's Talk about your background. Where are you from? I was born in Jamaica, Jamaica, mm -hmm. West Indies. That is not Jamaica, New York. Okay. <laughs> but I've been yes, here since a child, since I was a little girl. 
and went to public school and I've lived the rest of my life here in New York. I actually know New York more than I know Jamaica. So it's very weird when I tell people I'm from Jamaica. It's like someone in the service who was born in another country and really oh. don't know. Yeah. Uh-huh. But yes. that's where I'm from. Okay, okay. So what brought you here to America? What brought you here? You know, actually, my mom brought me here. Mm -hmm. She wanted us to go to school, my brother, sister, and myself. And mm -hmm. she, this is where she was living. So she decided, hey, you guys have to come and go to school. So I never, oh, I didn't mm -hmm. have a say in the matter. It's not like I, you know, any big thing that I wanted to come here and I dreamt of coming here. No, I, I've always known myself being here. So that's just the way it is. Okay. So how many years have you been here and when did you start developing your sense of entrepreneurship? Ah, good question. I think I the the earliest I I can remember entrepreneurship is my aunt had a dressmaking business. All my okay. families are seamstresses or bakers or, you know, something mm -hmm. like that. And my aunt used to make wedding gowns. That was her expertise. But okay. she wanted someone with tiny fingers mm -hmm. to do the hem on the wedding gown so they, the hem wouldn't show. Yes. So the stitches yes. wouldn't show. Mm -hmm. And she would hire me. I was about four or five years old. Yes. You would hire me to do the stitches because my hands were, I mean, my hands are still tiny now, but they were even tinier then. And yes. she paid me a dollar per wedding gown. Oh, okay. And, right. but you know, this was 1960 something, right? So a dollar mm -hmm, yeah. was a lot, but I didn't think mm -hmm. so. But I spoke okay. up and said, I think I should make two dollars. Okay. Hey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's the first time I realized that speaking up is powerful, but yes. also people should pay you what you're worth. I know that's right. I and that's she was right. making money off these wedding gowns, and she would mm -hmm. have to pay someone older more money. But because mm -hmm. I was so young and I'm her niece and, you know, we all live mm -hmm. together, then yeah. she paid me a dollar. But okay. she, she was a bit resistant. But then when she realized she couldn't get anyone with that skill set for, yes. for that cheap, mm -hmm. I started making one. So that's my first foray into entrepreneurship. And then... The bigger part of my entrepreneurship was when I was about 10, I grew up here in Brooklyn. I'm in Brooklyn, New York. And okay. we lived in a Jewish neighborhood, all Jewish. Mm -hmm. I was one of the very few black kids in that neighborhood. And okay. Jewish people need to, these were conservative and orthodox Jewish people. So mm -hmm. they did not walk. They, they did not drive. They did not use any mechanical equipment. Once oh. it's the Sabbath, and their Sabbath was Friday sundown, 
to Saturday mm-hmm. sundown. Yeah. So yes. if they forgot to turn their lights on on Friday morning, they would have to sit in the dark the entire weekend. Oh, okay. All right. Um, There's yeah. a little black girl uh-huh. who could turn their lights on for them for a dollar per light switch. Entrepreneurship right there. <laughs> I know that's right. Okay. You know, Sharice, that turned into a bigger opportunity than I thought because mm-hmm. I was so reliable that they would ask me to babysit. And okay, babysitting so- is more money than okay, turning. I know that's and yes, then ma'am. from that babysitting, I mm-hmm. had my own daycare. Okay. All right. So everything so it, it, for a reason. Yeah, it blossomed into more uh more opportunities from yes. for you. And, yes. and and it just grew from there. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yes. So um tell us about what brought you and you and Miss, you talking Peggy, my business partner? Yes, Miss Peggy, yes, Miss Peggy, Miss Peggy with the book. Ms. So Peggy, Peggy I, and that... I, Peggy and I worked mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. We were both at American Express. Okay. I was working. I think I was working at American Express probably about a good fourteen or fifteen years before Peggy came. And Mm -hmm. she became my boss, actually, at American. I reported to her. And Mm -hmm. from the first day, we clicked. Okay. We became an amazing team launching new products for American Express. And one of the products we launched, everybody uses today without even thinking about it. It's Mm -hmm. using your credit card to pay a bill. So you could pay your light bill, your gas bill using a credit card. Mm -hmm. And before we started that, no one was able Mm -hmm. to do that. Oh, okay. So after we built the infrastructure, launched it, and Uh it became so commonplace today that people don't even think about it, right? But Mm -hmm. we worked so well together. And then Mm -hmm. 9-11 happened. Oh, yeah. 9-11 happened. Mm -hmm. We worked in the building adjoining the World Trade. And so we lost, American Express lost quite a few people in in the World Trade bombing. I shouldn't say bombing, it's the crash. Yes, ma'am. And we got laid off, both of us. Uh It was not, it was a, a really sad time. But we always say, out of the ashes of something bad, mm-hmm. comes good. Yes, 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 yes. Because we realized, I was I was actually happy that I got let go. Oh, okay. I was at the point in life where I was in that company a long time. I wanted mm-hmm. to do something else. But you know, Cherise, yes. when you're making good money, Mm-hmm. And no one's pushing you out. Yes. 
you tend to stay even when you know it's probably past your time. Yes, yes. Because this just becomes a money thing. And Mm -hmm. where am I going to get paid that amount of money for doing something I know and something I love? And I just became complacent, really. Mm. So that was like a, a foot in the you know what. Yes, yes, yes. To yes, go find your purpose and to do what you really want to do, right? Yes, yes. And so 9-11 was the catalyst for Peggy and I starting our businesses. Okay. We decided we worked well together. Uh, 9-11 mm-hmm. was 2001 by 2002. We launched mm-hmm. our company, Consultants to Go. Yes. And the way we got that idea was while we were in the corporate world, we realized mm-hmm. corporations were not making good use of the women, the senior level executives, especially when they left on maternity leave and had a child. Yes. That second child is usually what kills them because, oh, you know, they're working like a 90-hour work week, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where do you find time for your kids? Yeah. Some of them yeah. said, can I work part-time? And the mm-hmm. answer was no. Oh, okay. So they would leave. Yes. And... Peggy and I were mulling about it one day. We were like, why don't they hire these people part-time? One of those men part-time can do more than a brand new person coming in. Yeah, because the brand new person, you got to train them. They got to go to class. You got to learn all this new stuff and all this uh, computer uh, programming, stuff like that. Yes. Mm -hmm. And... So we started hiring those women for projects while we were at Amex. Okay. Now, fast forward to 9-11. The world is in a tizzy. Mm -hmm. People are not flying. You know, a lot of companies have a big travel component to it. So even in financial services, people traveling abroad is, you know, airline tickets, all of these stuff, that big ticket items that goes on your credit card. Yes. So I knew that they would need a lot of marketing, which is what I was doing at Amex. These companies needed a lot of marketing. And who better to help them than these women sitting at home with their babies who were super talented, Mm -hmm. didn't need training, could hit the ground Mm -hmm. running. And that's how we launched our company. Oh, okay. Using using those women. We, We got into marketing marketing for the Fortune 500 companies. And then Mm -hmm. we hire the very senior, you know, very smart women who can choose whether they want to work from home, they want to go into the office two days a week or three days a week. But the one Mm -hmm. thing was they always delivered their projects. Okay. Always. And so that's how we started our company and grew it from there using, I would say, a 90 percent, 90 to 95 percent all female workforce. Oh, okay. Hey, I commend 
you and Miss Peggy on starting something that nobody had a concept to think of, you know, because that is where our minds grow. And, and, and sometimes we as women are afraid to step out on faith. Yes. Yes. And we're afraid to step out and, 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 and from that regular job, as we call it. And we're, you know, but some of us, you know, some of us have, okay, well, no, okay, um, they let me go. Okay, well, hmm, let's see what else I could do. It's like, let me let my imagination go wild and think about something I can, you can create that will sustain you and, then it's a blessing when what you are presented with from God, where it it makes space for other women, you know, it opens doors, opportunities for other women. Yes. It absolutely did. Because those women got to have great projects. They got great pay. Their Mm -hmm. resumes were updated because you know, the worst thing when you go for a job and they ask you, when was the last time you worked? You're yeah. like, well, I've been home for the last 10 years taking care of my kids. Mm-hmm. But they don't want to hire you. Oh. But if you can show recency of experience, yes. you know, these are the jobs that I've been doing in the past 10 years, the projects, very high profile projects that I've mm-hmm. worked in the last couple of years. Yes. And they become even more valuable because now they've worked in different industries on different types of projects. So all this knowledge is accumulating, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So that was was what we we intended and that's what happened. Okay, okay. So let's get into your book. Your book is entitled Black and White Strike Gold, Practical yes. Nugget. Can you give us uh, uh, what what made you and, and Peggy think of this title? When we actually, let me go back to even thinking about the book mm-hmm. because while we were building the company, yes, we ran into all kinds of issues. Oh, okay. Our things would come up because we were never really big business owners before this, right? Yes. Yes. So hiring, just finding the right employees. Mm-hmm. I know there's a, the, the biggest one that made an impression on me is a chapter in our book called The Tax Man Cometh. And that's for the first year, well, for the first year, we're used to paying taxes at the end of the year. Yeah. And not really realizing for a business, you do it quarterly, right? On a quarterly basis. And Mm -hmm. at the end of the year, we go to file our taxes and our accountant, Mm -hmm. well, we're your quarterly payments, we're like, oh, what? And oh, like, what your quarterly payments? I said, I thought we paid at the end of the year. And so we had a huge tax bill at the end of the year. Okay, okay. 
And uh -huh. that was such an eye-opener because if we didn't have the money, this is something that could have put us out of business. Yes. Mm -hmm. Started in business. Yes. Because this yes. is year one. Yes. And we were just shocked. I said, no one told us about this. We should tell other people about this. That mm -hmm. in their business. Mm -hmm. So yes, that's, what, uh, that's what this book is about, is really mm -hmm. all the little tips that we learned, that mm -hmm. we came across and said, you know what? No one ever told us this. So let's just share some of these things that we know can make a small business owner better. Yes. Yes. So mm -hmm. that's where it came from. Okay. Um, can you read us an excerpt out of your book, please? Yeah. All right. I'm just gonna let me start with one. I'm echoing on my side, so I don't know if you, you can hear it. It's clear over here. Okay, this is nugget number one. Believe in you. And this is by Peggy. So the way we, we took turns mm -hmm. writing about the same thing, giving our opinions on the same thing. Oh, okay. That's a nice concept. So Peggy says, this sounds like a cliche, but this chapter is where the dream of your business begins and belief in yourself is essential for success. No one will ever support your dream if you don't. Once you start down the road to entrepreneurship, mm -hmm. write down your vision for the business. Yes. Commit it to memory and repeat mm -hmm. it to yourself. Tell yourself that you can do it and surround yourself with people who will support you in the pursuit of your dream. Mm -hmm. You really have to believe in you to make it happen. Okay. So that was the beginning of that chapter. And then my response was, Peggy is correct. My mother and grandmother always told me that I could do whatever I wanted to do. I always believed in myself. I come from a family of ridiculously strong women. Mm-hmm who passed and continue to pass that message of belief onto other female family members. Mm -hmm. Not many people have that foundation of strength, especially women. I've always been very analytical about what I want to do. This nature helps to support my self-belief system. Okay. Even before I was formally told in classes and books that I read and by Oprah, we can't disregard Ms. Oprah, right? Right. That I, that I had to write down my vision. I mm -hmm. always wrote notes to myself because when I see it, I believe it. And then I went on to give some instructions. And that to end it, I said, pick a time that you consistently write down your goals and check up on your vision. After a few mm -hmm. seconds, and a few learning, you too will believe in yourself by seeing what is possible. 
Okay. And I do that every year. Okay. And that's when I started to create the vision board classes. Mm -hmm. I lead other women to write things down and to see whether or not they come through. And I have vision boards all over. I keep them like right, you know, behind me. So every time I turn, Mm -hmm. I'll see what what I project for that year. Yes. Okay. Okay. Do you do you do a vision board, Cherise? Well, um, at first, when I first started my business, I had a vision board. At first, I, I would take like you know the big nice cardboard piece of paper and write down all the goals I had. You know, like okay, well, I want to do this. I, I okay, this how my my vision board was. It says I didn't. At first, when I started my business, I did not have an aspect of how much money I wanted to make for a year. I didn't have that. I didn't think about that. But I wrote down the goals of finish my book, finish writing my book, and and um, you know, and um, you know, try to do you know, work on my uh, uh, work on my um, audio book and uh-huh. things like that. And I had a vision board, but some of the things I didn't accomplish in the, in the years to come, I've kind kind of gotten away from that. From I think I need to get back. You to should it. get back to it because you can do them in Canva or PowerPoint. This is one of my this is one of my vision boards. Okay, and All I right. keep yes, it here. Ma'am. You know, you can uh, literally just. Print this out. I did it in Canva, and yes. I printed out. See, so I have my family, travel, spiritual, you know, mm-hmm. on there. And then I keep them all the time. And then this year, I might carry over some themes. Oh, okay. okay. You know, uh, this one I wanted to make sure I wrote my book this year, another book. Yeah. And, and what is good, I have it on the side. Mm-hmm. The, the thing, the goals I want to accomplish are yes. here. Oh, okay. you know, on yes. So it's very yes, easy yes. to see. And I tell you, you'll walk past it and go, oh my God, what am I doing today towards that that goal? Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Or, yes, ma'am. I said I'd do it by March 31st and it's now April 1. I better, I'm behind. I better get cracking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, sometimes, but but then we think about how much stuff we have to do just in the paperwork of running mm-hmm. a business. And sometimes that can get overwhelming. And sometimes we have, you know, how do you do, how, have you ever felt overwhelmed running your business? There are times that I do feel overwhelmed and whenever that happens, a couple of things are off. One, I don't have enough help. I need okay. to pay someone because if I can't get it done within a 24-hour mm-hmm. time frame, it mm-hmm. means I need to pay somebody to do it. Oh, okay. okay. I need to uh, get it off of my plate because, yeah. and I think that's the thing with a lot of women business owners we don't mm-hmm. purchase our help. Okay. We try to get Pookie who can do it for $5. Say so you know, Pookie? Yes. 
Yes. Yeah, right. We try to go out the cheap way, as they call yes. it. You know. Yes. Let me go get cousin Ray Ray to do this flyer for me. You know. Exactly. And he just throw he just throw some stuff up there. He be like, that ain't what I want. <laughs> and he be like, well, that's what you you pay. That's what you pay. That's what you pay for what you get. You know. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, uh, you know. So, what advice would you give to someone? that is struggling in their business financially and they cannot hire the help right now they can't they can't hire any help they can still get help they're interns there are mm -hmm. colleges out there with really smart people and not all of mm -hmm. them young in their 20s because there are a lot of people going back to school later mm -hmm. in life Okay. And they want practical experience, which mm -hmm. you can give to them. Okay. I paid okay. I paid my interns at the time it was like ten dollars an hour, mm -hmm. which is they're doing the work of someone that might be twenty five or thirty dollars an hour, right? Okay. Okay. So then there are interns I get who do it just for credit for school credit. So okay. you fill out your paperwork, and mm -hmm. if you want someone to do your social media, go mm -hmm. to a marketing department in a college and get someone, do their paperwork, work with them mm -hmm. for the semester. I mm -hmm. actually wound up hiring all my interns because they were so oh, okay. Okay, well, so many, so much stuff you had to keep doing, and yes, the work yes. just came like it kept coming more work, more work, you know. Yeah, mm -hmm. and that should happen if they're really good, they should help you be better and to grow your okay. business, right? So, okay. I make yeah. sure that I, I value them and I show them that they're valued and mm -hmm. I hire them. Oh, okay. So, okay. there are ways to get. More than one ways to skin a cat, right? Yeah, as our grandma would say, right? More we have to think, we have to think creatively about yes. the things that we want to do. Mm -hmm. okay. We can barter. Mm -hmm. We can okay. barter with another friend. Let's say, right now, I have a friend that has a TV show. Uh huh. I'm bartering yes. with her to do some marketing, to help her with some marketing. She's not technologically mm -hmm. proficient. Mm -hmm. she wants a landing page. She has a TV show and a radio show. And she says, uh -huh. I really need a landing page. I'm like, I'll give you a landing page. If you do okay. a commercial for me. Yeah. Okay. Right? All right. Yes, it's, yeah. As they call it, I wash your bag, you wash mine. Exactly. Right. And I'll wash your feet too. If it's right, I'll wash your feet too. Amen. Amen. Right. <laughs> I know that's right. You just have right. to be creative about how you yeah. do these things. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So, what advice would you give to a first time entrepreneur? The best advice I really could give is to surround yourself with people who already know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And that's how mm -hmm. I actually started my advisory board and started yes. teaching people, business owners, how to form an advisory board. 
because when Peggy and I started out, there was a lot we didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't know sales. Yeah. Uh We came from marketing. We never had to go out and actively sell. We worked for big corporations that would do all the selling for us, right? Everything was already prepared. Yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden, Mm -hmm. we realized we knew how to do the work ourselves, but Mm -hmm. when we're doing the work, we didn't have time to go out and sell it. Yeah. So we were delivering on a project from eight in the morning to probably nine at night. Mm -hmm. And then when the project's finished, you don't have another project because you didn't have time to go out and sell to get another project in. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You had to draw, you had to finish one project, but while you're also working on that project, like they do now, is you work on one project, then you go advertise, my business does this, my business does that, my business does this. And that and, and then you that's how you draw in more clients, right? Yes, but then you're not making money in the time that you're going out looking for business, right? Yeah. So okay. I might work on a project for six months, then the project's mm-hmm. finished, all of a sudden there's no money coming in. I've got to go out now and spend weeks trying to find a project, or for some people, months trying to find another project, then that mm-hmm. means you're not making money. How are you going to pay your bills during the time that you're out looking yeah. for money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you know, we learned, so I, yes, we needed someone with sales skills. Mm-hmm. And so we okay. formed an advisory board. Okay. With someone who came from sales, yes, uh, people from large corporations, because that's who we were selling to, and they already mm-hmm. knew how to sell, and they worked in big corporations. They were the buyers, so they can yes. tell us what we need to do. Okay. We mm-hmm. had people who knew how to hire, like HR, yeah. uh-huh. okay. tell us how to make sure our appraisals are done for our employees, you know, all of these things. We had a board member that was a CFO. Mm-hmm. Okay. We had a bookkeeper, but mm-hmm. we needed more strategic thinking around our money. Yeah, yeah, like so, um, uh, yeah, like the uh, like planning for a whole year's worth of yes. income. Yes. Or trajectory sales or or estimates for the year, how much money you want to make. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So once we got that in our advisory board, we Mm -hmm. met quarterly and they were available if we needed to reach out to them any other time, they were available. But I have to say, we kept a board all the way until we sold the business. Okay. Okay. And so they were you... instrumental in helping us to sell our business. Oh, okay. So what brought you to that decision to sell your business? It it was actually a decision we made from we started the company. So we, you started off knowing that you were going to sell your business. Yes, yes. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. And that helped us to grow the business. 
Okay. All, all right. that our end goal would be getting a good sale, getting someone to buy this company from us. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Because ma we didn't yes, have children who wanted to be in the business. So so they said then, but I bet you they what they do now. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, oh mom raking in all the money, ain't she? Okay, all right, come on. I can go hit mom up for a loan or something, you know, and, and it's yes. like you but know. we we knew they they were young when we started the business, and yes, they didn't express an interest in that. So, and yes, we also knew we weren't going to make the the kind of pension plan that we would have in corporate, right? Mm -hmm. We're leaving. Okay. We're doing our own thing. We're giving mm -hmm. up money like four hundred one ks and you know all this stuff. And mm -hmm. we're going to get our money back is to sell the yeah. company. Oh, okay. That's okay. if we wanted to retire or have a good retirement plan or something decent, then we mm -hmm. needed to sell that company. Oh, okay. All right. So, um, what other projects are you working on now, Miss Webster? Oh, well, let's see. I'm a coach. Mm -hmm. We talked about that. I'm a business coach. Yes, ma'am. So I'm taking all the knowledge that I have and helping other mostly women business owners to grow their businesses. Okay. And giving them all the advice that we weren't able to fit into this little book. Mm-hmm. I can. So you, yeah. I'm sorry. So, do you teach courses? I teach courses. Mm -hmm. I speak. I do mm -hmm. workshops. Yes, ma'am. Any which way that I can help, I will. Yes, no, really. Yes, Comes yes. in all different forms. So, if you want yes. to take a workshop, I give workshops. I'll mm. people invite me on their webinars. I'll mm -hmm. go on and speak. I'm doing a workshop in Montreal next month okay. because, you know, right now a lot of women are looking to get out of their businesses or sell. I mean, if they're at the age where I am, you're looking to retire. Okay. They really want to understand what are the things we need to put in place in mm -hmm. order to get good money out of this thing. Yes, ma'am. And so I can coach them through that. Oh, okay. Okay. So <clears throat> give us the name of your business, where we can locate you. It's Sandy Webster, LLC. Mm -hmm. And online, it's just sandywebster.com. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Everything you need is on that page. I also, if you Google me, you'll find me under another uh, a pandy dot pandymedia dot com, which is from the company I have with with Peggy. Still, oh, okay. So oh, okay. there are more ways to get to me, or just go to my link tree. It's link yes. tree, you know, Sandy Webster on on yes. link tree. Say N D I. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Is that the it's that uh, floating at our bottom of our screen. Yes. Um, all the ways of contact with Miss Sandy Webster. Now, if you need a business coach, 
you need to apply to her business. Oh, she is a godsend, okay, because I have not, I'm going to give her her props because she has, even, even though we've had this brief moment together for our two conversations that we've had, um, we had like a, a really get to know, sit down, you know, a really yes. get to know each other conversation. And she opened my eyes to a lot of things. And um, I have not run into another coach like her ever before. Okay. So you need help in your business. You need her help in your coaching business. Oh, let's see what else. Um, uh, in your entrepreneurship walk journey. I call yes. it entrepreneurship walk journey. A great way to and, you know, and and you know, you can contact Miss Sandy Webster, and the title of her book can it, it and the title of her book is Black and White Strike Gold: Practical Nuggets to Grow Your Business from the Women Who Launch Consultants to Go a Multi-Million Dollar Business Dollar Company, and you can find uh, you can find her book on Amazon. Or can they order the book from you, Miss Sandy? Yes, they can order if they want. It's probably easier on Amazon, though. Okay, okay, okay. Well, you can find her find her book on Amazon, and you can order order it from Miss Sandy Webster. I thank you, Miss Sandy, for coming in today. Is there anything else you have? You know, you want to give us before we before we go out? Well, the last thing is you are on my podcast. And if there's anyone else who would like to be on the podcast, my podcast is called The First with Dr. Sandy Webster. And the mm -hmm. reason it's the first is because I want to celebrate people who have done things for the first time and they're not getting the recognition that they deserve. Sometimes our own families don't even realize that we're paving a way for them. Yes. And it could be something as small as you're the first to go to college in your yes. family, or mm -hmm. you're the first to become a doctor, or mm -hmm. some firsts are not even necessarily considered good firsts, right? If you're the yes. first to go to prison in your family, mm -hmm. it has an impact on your family. Yes, it do. Yes. And yes. so being mm -hmm. the first one to do that, mm -hmm. I really like to hear people's experiences like that. Yes. I've had one woman, she's an ultra-Orthodox Jew. Yes. She was the first to leave the Jewish faith, which is not done, right? Yes. Ostracized. And so yes. for her, that was freedom for her, but it was yes. detrimental to her family and to her children. And, mm -hmm. you know, but yeah. so being the first isn't always a good thing, yeah. but it teaches you a lot of lessons. And so if there are mm -hmm. other people out there who would like mm -hmm. to be featured, 
I'd love to have them. Just reach out to okay. me. Okay. All right, Miss Sandy. We thank you so much. We greatly appreciate appreciate you coming in for Authors Excerpt Sunday. Really, I feel like this was like a combination of Think About It Sunday, which is geared towards entrepreneurs and authors, Excerpt Sunday combination, you know, show. And um, I want everyone that wants to go purchase Miss Sandy's book, Black and White Strikes Gold. Okay. Thank you, Miss Sandy. And if you if you're an author and you are the first author in your family, you're the first yeah. lawyer in your family, you the first uh what they call the the lady do the typing at the in the courtroom, stenotician. The stenographers. Stenographer. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. If you're doing it first of anything in your life, you need to talk to Miss Sandy because she has a show. It's called The First. The First. Yes, ma'am. All right, Miss Sandy. I thank you so much. And I greatly appreciate you. And we will be talking again. Okay? Yes, definitely. Definitely. Okay. Thank you, Sharice, for having me. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, everyone and welcome to LBM TV. I am Sharice Johnson Moore, owner and CEO of LBM TV. Here at LBM TV, our objective is to give you programming that will invigorate, motivate, and inspire you. Our programming will provide you with insight, in-depth knowledge, and solutions in your daily living. We can be seen on every smart TV, smartphone globally. We're located on C1 Media Smart TV app, Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, Android TV, and Google TV. So get ready to enjoy a positive, uplifting program for your daily living here at LBM TV, where we care about you. Thank you.